Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering the Requiem, and uh, if we sound very quick and brief and down to business, it's because this is now the third time we are recording this episode. Take three. Yes. The first time, it stopped recording after five minutes. The second time, we, we literally died. We finished with both of our realism skills. We were wrapping it up, and then it stopped. So we are kind of... It, it's almost midnight, and we are kind of at our last wit's end. So... <laughs> If we're if we're crazy this episode, I apologize ahead of time. So ready for it to be over. <laughs> yeah, we're like, let this movie be dead like, to us. We've ranted twice already about this movie. Yes, we are done. God. No more. But okay. Just so, as a quick preview. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about tea. <laughs> Please and thank you. So thanks to Plum Deluxe, um, I am drinking the chocolate rosemary caramel tea. It has honey bush, rehaboos tea, cocoa nibs, rosemary, and vanilla and chocolate essences, and it has no caffeine, though I'm kind of regretting that decision now. Well, we didn't think it would be necessary yes. at the time. Yes. But I am drinking another Plum Deluxe tea in our new merch mugs. Yay! <laughs> Link in the description for the please don't kill me and the I'm going to kill you at some point mugs. Which is a reference to a before episode. Yep. And I am drinking the buttery shortbread herbal tea with honeybush tea, cocoa peel, blackberry leaves, and flavor essences. This is also caffeine-free. Again, we didn't think we would need the caffeine. That is proven to be false tonight. <laughs> yes. But all frustrations <laughs> aside, we do want to give a genuine thank you to Plum Deluxe yes. for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And we want to thank all of our listeners out there that, you know, either, you know, buy Plum Deluxe tea or share our content. That also allows us to continue to do what we love and we very much appreciate it. Yes. So for the summary, this couple ends up unfortunately losing a child during childbirth. And so to kind of help uh, reconnect. reconnect and also kind of help heal some of the wounds, they decide to go on a vacation on one of those like overwater villa slash bungalow things in an Asian country. I do not remember which one. We have one. no idea where We it don't is. remember if it was stated or not. We just know it was an Asian country. And I'm I apologize which we, do we not know, know is very, very broad. Well, so. Yes. <laughs> it's very broad term we know. We have no idea where this was. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident it's not China or Japan because the language did not look like that. I it kind of looks like, like it, yeah like thailand but i was like i'm also ignorant so i don't i don't know i can't say for sure but anyway so we no don't idea. want to guess <laughs> anyways move it on um and so a tropical storm hits 
and it rips the bungalow off and they go wee into the sea <laughs> and they have to try and live <laughs> and that's it <laughs> you know out of the three times we've done that summary that's my favorite one right there it better save this one <laughs> yeah if this one doesn't get saved we're gonna just burn down our house dude if, <laughs> if this one doesn't save we're finding a different movie altogether because this is a sign at yeah this, this is point. a curse <laughs> at some point it just becomes a sign that we shouldn't review this movie at all <laughs> we're just like we <laughs> yeah, this movie doesn't this exist cursed <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> Uh, that was great. But anyways, so for entertainment, comparing this to other shark movies that we have watched, um, I felt like a 6.75 fit my rating the most. Um, the reason being is the they do a very good job with the interactions of the characters, establishing the relationships, and creating sympathetic stories. Like with the, the mother explaining about the loss of her child, and and later on in the movie, whenever they are stranded um, and the, the husband is dying, he's telling, essentially expressing how much he loves her and how she's his best friend, like a, a very sweet mm-hmm. and tender moment. And so they have a lot of great interactions like that. Um, and especially the, I felt like the actors that they picked were really good for their roles. You felt that emotion, I, w- I f- was drawn into the emotional scenes. But I will say that whenever the wife starts relentlessly screaming at every single airplane, shoreline, and boat that passes, that gets old pretty quickly. But all of the actual interactions between her and her husband or her mom, and I think that was her sister too, yeah. like all of those felt like genuine moments mm-hmm. uh it didn't feel like off of a script so i felt like they did a great job with that yeah it was really organic yes it very it felt very organic mm-hmm. so it's like especially with the i think the reason why like this movie starts off so solid and that just breaks apart and i i feel like a part of the reason why it starts off so solid is the fact that one of the strongest parts of this movie is creating these characters and the relationships and the their interactions are very realistic. So it starts off strong and then it feels like, at least to me, as soon as they burn their only floating lifesaver, their raft, it just it just fucking like spirals down into the abyss of uh being unforgivable not even gonna censor yourself either this time no fuck it i don't i don't fucking care (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) anyways let's see okay so but yeah the the effects are super bad not just the cg though the cg is pretty darn bad it's bad but there's also like a part where like you can tell that they're in a pool like you can see the shadow of the raft at the bottom of the pool but it's like the the blood and all of that actually not too bad, um. So I do give it props for that. Though I do count off for the fact that they killed off the boatman. He did not deserve that fate. He really did. He was like he was the one joy in this movie. <laughs> like it's not like the other characters. Like you wanted, I wanted them to live, but it's not like like they were they were in the middle 
of post-trauma. So it's not like they were the happiest of characters. And then this boatman comes along, starts chugging alcohol before he's like, I'm going to sew you up. So it just like... It just... Well, to be fair, would you not go ahead and take a swig as well if you were in that situation? I know I would. Yeah, it's pretty great. (laughs) I'd be offering her a swig too, because this is going to suck here. Yeah, just (laughs) freaking chug it. But, um, and then, oh, but going back to uh, the CG though. The w- another thing that really bothered me is they did not keep the shark size consistent. Oh no! It just not was like it's ginormous, or it was like kind of small, like more like a reef shark. It, it just it varied rrr. between like small mako to much larger than a great white. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous, but like oh uh, what? Yeah, but like this movie for me was was very frustrating because the first half I felt was so strong and like the the characters for the most part like especially the husband was acting pretty reasonable minus one part that kind of got them into the mess um like they they were reasonable they were actually it seemed like they were going to survive and it just yeah anyways I'm dead inside (laughs) how would you rate it I'm disappointed that I even watched this movie, to be honest, especially at this point, having reviewed it for the third <laughs> You're time. You're extra disappointed now. I'm extra disappointed. So I give it a four. <laughs> Tempted to give it lower at this point, but I give it a four. It's not the movie's fault. <laughs> it's the curse. I know. It's the podcast curse. Dang episode. But it is very, very inconsistent. The beginning, especially the scenery in the beginning, was beautiful. Yes. And they had so many options that they could have taken, but they went the super lazy route, it feels like. They had a bunch of fog in some of the scenes that made no sense. Yes. They were in a pool at one point because you can see the the shadow in the shallow end of the pool. When they could have easily, you know, just switched up the angle so you don't really see the shadow or, you know, use some other kind of effects. They have a green screen throughout a lot of the movie that is blatantly obvious. Yeah. They use a bunch of stock footage that they put in kind of choppily. And it's just, it's just a big disappointment, honestly. Like, the only thing that was really good was like the scenery at the very beginning and at the very end and then the interactions between the characters and the that's, cinematography that's was pretty decent. yeah for the most part there was some I mean, it was that, typical it wasn't like impressive yeah but it just seemed to fall short on a lot of it which is extremely disappointing and frustrating especially when the trailer showed you some of the best bits and made it seem like that's going to be how the whole movie is. And when you set the stage at the very beginning to where it's going to be really good and interesting, even if the premise is (laughs) really far-fetched, I mean, if you don't keep it that consistent with what you've just shown the audience... It really takes a hit and it takes the viewer out of the setting and it's you're not as immersed in it and it just falls apart completely. Yeah, like I feel like like with Jaws, for example, it's movie trailer 
Like it makes it piques your interest without mm-hmm. giving up like the the best scenes. It's like if you literally have to give up your best scenes to make a trailer, then that's, that's kind of a hint that maybe you need to redo some scenes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what happened if they blew their budget <laughs> on just that bit, but even if they had there were other options that they could have done. And I feel like a lot of it was kind of slapped together a little too hastily. Yeah, it feels like, especially with how solid the movie was, it feels like something happened in the middle of the production that made it go crazy. But it's difficult to say because typically movies aren't filmed in order. So it's just it's just so weird that literally, like, first half, pretty decent, and then it just... Yeah. <laughs> Now, a lot of the issues that I have, obviously, and as usual, will be with the realism. It took a serious hit with this one. But um, going back to what you said with a scene in the beginning with the husband, um, I'm guessing you're referring to when the the desk, the like the, the overall management of their bungalow called about yes. the storm. And he's like, let's stay. Yeah. Well, he said it's up to her, whatever she feels comfortable with. They had already That's talked true. about leaving early. So I get that he wanted her to feel comfortable with their decision and all. And he probably also felt that these places are supposed to be built to withstand tropical storms, at least. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But also, alert. Um, I get what you are going with it like it's a little out of character for him or it seems a little out of character for him because he makes really good decisions throughout the rest of the movie but if you think about it it wouldn't have mattered (laughs) even if they had been like yeah relocate us because immediately after they hung up the call that's fair their place got ripped up (laughs) so i didn't really count off for that that's fair for the entertainment Because it wouldn't have mattered whatever they chose. (laughs) They made the movie movie anyway, (laughs) regardless of their decision. Yeah, movie's got a movie. Yes. (laughs) But that's that's where I stand on the entertainment. I would not watch this again. I was disappointed. Yeah, it's like I would I would probably not watch this again. But I really wish that someone out there might hear our cries and please and make a movie either kind of re almost like a redo of this movie and actually make it like solid all throughout make it a lot more interesting and creative rather than just like screwing your characters over by making them do something really stupid yeah now again this isn't like a a jab at the the actors themselves the actors themselves did a decent job yeah I feel like the other departments around them for, like, editing and the effects, apart from the wounds, fell really short. And they did them kind of a disservice. Yeah, and it's like, I'm definitely one of those people that doesn't feel like budget is an excuse. Yeah. Because there are so many classic movies where... Either they were having mechanical problems or they didn't have the budget. (laughs) And they just decided to imply 
Yes. Either the shark or or the gore or or whatever is happening. And it's sometimes even more effective because a person's brain can almost exaggerate what's going on. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. What's scarier, seeing the monster or knowing there is a monster and not knowing where it is or when it's going to strike? Yeah. Like, I, I definitely want like the movies that show a little bit of the monster, but like just bits and pieces. Because it's, it's like... Yeah, it's scarier when you just catch little glimpses or flashes of it. Yeah, because it's like a movie, whenever it builds up, it can only build so much up but then once it shows the monster it's like all of that fear kind of like releases at that point but it's also typically like the climax of the movie but it's like it's kind of like Jaws where they worked it up they finally showed the shark and then whenever the sequel came along they're like oh well they we showed the shark so now we're gonna show it all the time and it just kind of like it, it loses its luster pretty quickly that was part of its charm in the first one was that it didn't get shown a lot and i know a lot of that was due to mechanical issues yeah, it was an accident but it it's a happy worked. accident it worked for them yes yeah yeah so yeah. i just kind of wish that um it's like yes it's exciting to have access to you know all of these different effects but it's like but it, if you it's do storytelling it yeah it's storytelling that's the most important mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't use the effects right, it takes away from the story that you're trying to tell. Definitely. So realism. Yes, <laughs> realism. Yeah, uh, enough off of that whole rant. Um, you know, I'm scared that one day that a director from one of the movies that we're like completely shitting on is going to watch and like be like, my dreams of being a director are now crushed. I'm never going to fulfill my dreams. And I'm just... I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's like, we have nothing against I feel like Hollywood people. is harsher than we could ever be. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But it's like, you know, it's just our opinions. But yeah. I, I feel like from from our audience, it sounds like a lot of our audience shares similar opinions. So, anyway. get better. No. <laughs> good, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So realism. So realism from me gets a two. And I'm going to start off because it's the premise of the movie. We looked up and verified that first, if they are in an Asian country, if it had been monsoon season, because they're mentioning about like being there on an off season, that um, if it's monsoon season, they do not keep those over-the-water bungalows open. And then second, if it is a tropical storm and not a monsoon, as they claim, there are the the places that experience hurricanes actually have bungalows that are able to withstand hurricanes. It's like, if you just sit down and think for five minutes, it's like, first... It's got to be expensive expensive for a hotel to create, you know, build them because they're on the water. And second, why would they keep rebuilding them if the storm is strong enough to knock them over? It's like they are going to make them structurally. Whoa, I thought I was about to say a bad word. Or a, 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 okay, sorry. I thought I was going about to say like sexually. I was like, oh, 
Anyways, so sorry. I'm crazy. Um, I'm tired. Um, but you, the hotel company would make sure that those bungalows are structurally sound enough to be able to withstand a pretty strong storm because it doesn't make financial sense for them to continuously rebuild them. So that that's my harp on that. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, I don't care how much they're charging per night. There's no way they'd be able to keep up with that. Yeah. So it's like, unless the only thing I can think of that makes it even possible is if is some like structural weakness or oversight that you know they didn't know about or didn't fix. Because um, there have been cases, unfortunately, of stuff like that ha- happening with buildings. But that, that's really the only way I can think of putting it in the, the realm of possibility. Um, but also, kind of like going back about the, the couple deciding to stay in the room, I felt like that was a, a little bit of a stretch. Um, especially with the, the hotel, I guess, desk clerk um, calling them, making sure that they're okay and seeing if they want to move. At least for me, if I had been woken up with the the desk clerk asking if I want to move rooms, I probably would go ahead because if she's calling, then that would mean that the storm is bad enough. Now, of course, she wasn't pressuring them. And I forgot that the the father, the husband had kind of given her the choice. And also you're terrified of storms. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But... Um, I would have been asking how bad the storm is because it's the middle of the night and you just woke me up. Do I really have to move? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like I'm just trying to be brief, but yeah. yes, like in, in that situation, I'd probably be like, well, how bad is the storm supposed to get? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you were in my position, would you probably move? Mm-hmm. And if she's like, yeah, probably, then I'd be like, then hell yeah, yeah, yeah we're getting our stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, though it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it ends up not mattering, yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> uh, we're so tired, guys, I know, we're so done with this, we're sorry, <laughs> um, anyway, we do this for you and our love of <laughs> horror movies, but sometimes, sometimes it's so taxing, <laughs> I know, I mean... We'll laugh about it later. I know, we'll laugh at our suffering later. But right now, it's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) As I laugh. But um, anyways, but um, but it's like they do so well with the survival piece until the, like, first... Until they set the raft on fire. Until they set the raft on fire. Like... But at first, me and Jess are like, oh, they're trying to do a torch so that way they can do a smoke signal. Yeah. Or at least, like, you know, the light at night. Reason. Yeah, like, even if they have, like, a torch at night, like, a boat would be able to see that light. And that'd still be a level of, of signaling. But no, they're like, let's pit a fire on top of the flammable thing that is keeping us alive and floating. Like, and it was their only cover from the sun i mean it wasn't like a hundred percent cover and they didn't try to splash water on it to put it out no they didn't even they just like were like they fanned it directly toward more flammable objects like curtains and sheets they just freaking accepted no i kind of got the inference that like 
Like, I don't understand why the husband, like, she was saying more smoke. And so the husband was going along with it. But I'm like, you know that more smoke equals more fire, right? And then... Well, also, if they use up all of their kindling, even if they hadn't set fire to the rest of the raft, they've got nothing else to make a signal fire or anything for anything that's closer to them. Yeah, but, like, once it was getting big enough, it... it Whenever she was trying to stop it, it felt more like she was panicking and trying to make it bigger. And then they real, and then she's like, "Oopsie poopsie, I realized that we're burning down our raft." And then they just like jump off the raft and accept like the fate. Just no, I, I don't know. I got the feeling that she was trying to put it out, and she just sucked at it horribly. Maybe, yeah. She she definitely seemed like the kind of person to. Just panic. Yes. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's really bad a in a crisis. Yeah, like, and then that's another thing. It's, of course, I've never been in that situation, so I don't know how I would react. But I would hope that I wouldn't scream in the middle of the storm of a storm, trying to get someone's attention, yeah. or at an airplane that looked like was roughly like thirty thousand feet in the air. Um, they would maybe be able to see the house, but... <laughs> Big maybe. Yeah. And it's like, and then the cruise ship, I would maybe... You, but it's like, you have to think that these, they're, they're dehydrated, they're limited on supplies, whatever she does, she is using energy, which is a huge resource. It, it's what keeps you alive. And she's just screaming at everything that passes her by. But it's like, if I was in that situation, I would imagine I would probably scream at the cruise ship, but but not the other things. But, you know, the cruise ship, we find out, ends up going the other way anyways. But it's like, cruise ships, it's kind of hard to tell. It is, especially from that big a distance. Yeah, it's hard to tell. But um, but yeah, burning down the raft was stupid. Um, And then the sharks were way too aggressive. I made sure to do a plural this time. Um, yeah, it's so funny because now this is the third time that we're recording it. I now have my thoughts more conglomerated together and I fixed any mistakes that I've made in previous recordings. Shall we continue? But anyways, um, I'm not bitter. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's all I can think of for realism. What would you rate it? I, I have like no a- idea what you'd rate it. <laughs> this is know. news to me. I feel like a two is a little generous, so I'm going to give it a 1.5. Oh, my Even God. Even that might be a little generous. <laughs> and honestly, the 1.5 is, like, solely for the the wounds, which were decent. The blood and the wounds were decent effects and was really gross when they were trying to sew her up. So, bravo. Um, and for the interactions between yeah. the characters. Yeah. All of the characters. The actors did a really good job, mm-hmm. but the effects on everything were awful. I feel like I'm I'm not an expert on currents or anything, but I feel like the villa probably would have been more pushed toward shore instead of out to sea, but I could be wrong. It just seemed really unlikely that, I mean, it got torn off the dock to begin with, but then to also be taken out to sea was a little weird. 
Yeah, kind of like, because we had a long conversation the previous recording, but we will not have that now. No. It's like... We need I have, sleep at this point. Yes. I have heard of cases where people are kind of like th- whipped out toward, uh, out to sea, but it's like, I'm not an expert on currents and yeah. I don't know what makes a person brought out to sea versus drawn into sea, but it does sound, from my understanding though, as a general statement, it sounds like the majority of the things that are floating around in the sea eventually make their way to shore. Yeah. Yeah, generally they're brought to some shore, which is why she was brought to the sandbar eventually. Um, I think it is good that the the husband had presence of mind, even injured, to tell her to get supplies that they would need because out there exposure kills far easier than a shark most of the time. Are you okay? I was admiring the blood splatters that we made. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Gimp. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice that he had that presence of mind to tell her, you know, you need to gather this stuff because I can't move with my leg. So we need to find any kind of water, any drinkable water that we can get, any kind of other supplies, clothing, food, anything that's left that we can gather. We need to... um get it all together where we can get at it. (laughs) So she was able to find a couple of bottles of only partially filled water, but still a lot better than nothing. Yeah. And um, I feel like they could have used the sheets and curtains a little bit more to their advantage with cover. That being said... I think the the creators completely forgot that these people would look like lobsters <laughs> by the end of the first day with the non-existent cover that they used <laughs> and no sunscreen. Yeah. But otherwise, they did a decent job of making the actors look like they were dehydrated with their severely chapped lips and um, kind of sunken eyes, the dark circles under and everything, them looking exhausted and ragged. They did a decent job with that. But everything else was kind of a no in this movie. Just the awful fog effects of the haziness and everything. I don't know what they were trying to convey there, but it didn't work. Um, The green screen that was completely obvious and awful. The CG that they used that was subpar, to say the least. The stock footage that they put in there in a really choppy fashion. Yeah. I think they're trying to simulate, like, fast movement, but it, it just didn't really work that well. It really didn't. It seemed almost unfinished with those particular scenes. But, God, like, when you have to have the actress climbing up a CG rock, that's bad. It was, it was, it was just bad all around. And they were so inconsistent with, like, the waves during the storm and so many other scenes in the movie. It's just, I regret watching it, honestly. We have seen worse. I will say that. We have seen a lot worse, but what makes this movie so disappointing 
and what makes me regret watching it is all of the wasted potential that this movie had. So take that as you will. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do say that if you want, because there's so many movies that have what feels like plastic interactions. And I feel like if you want a movie that feels like genuine interactions and builds good relationships, that this is a, at least watch the beginning of the movie before the, the raft flies off. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's like, I kind of wish someone would remake this movie and, Make it make the other half just as solid as the first half because yeah. it, it just it really was. I feel like it easily could have become one of those classics, but it just it's now going to it's now just a very forgettable movie. I mean, me and Jess, uh, at least I, I hadn't heard of it before. No, and it was it came out this year, I'm pretty sure. Um, so it's yeah. fairly recent, but there was, like, no hype for it whatsoever. There was nothing. We just noticed it available. Yeah. So, it it just, yeah. It, it's, it, it's sad. It's just, as Jess said, it's disappointing and frustrating because you, it's like, it was there as, like, really getting into it. I was really enjoying myself. And then it, it was just. It was great. You had me in the first half. Yeah. And then. <laughs> and just, then. Right. So. Yeah, but thank you. Ooh. <laughs> Anyways, thank you everyone who joined us today and let us know what you thought of the movie. If you would like to recommend a movie or tea or keep up to date with our content, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the podcast monetarily, we do have our Teespring available and a donate button on our webpage as well. For PayPal? For PayPal. Mm -hmm. That goes directly to the podcast so we can get better programs that won't and, crash on us. And, and hopefully better equipment, like better equipment. mics and better camera quality. <laughs> we'll see. Yay. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> we also have our affiliate link for Plum Deluxe down below as well. If you use that link, it does not affect the prices at all. It just helps out the podcast a bit. And everything will be linked below with the mugs as well. Yeah. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.